Hey, hey, this is Jay Mendez, and you were listening to the beat of my drum. This is episode number 12. This is the first part in a three-part scary story series. Today's episode is called Witchy Woman. This episode is based off of a real account that I had when I was 15 years old. I will give you a backstory on the tale of La Lechuza. The Mexican tale of the giant bird has been told for many years throughout northern Mexico. The bird has been said to be a witch in the body of a giant owl. I grew up hearing about the story of the local witch lady that had been practicing witchcraft or would practice witchcraft. They preyed upon drunks, abusers, liars, cheaters, and they're all said to be targets of La Lechuza. It's also said that they target children because they're the most vulnerable, right? And nobody really ever had an explanation or nobody really knew throughout the stories I I heard growing up. Nobody really knew why or how uh, this would happen or why these, these stories started. It's good to think about it as a fun folklore, fun story to tell around a fire. But I do have my own story and my own story is speaking from my own experience. It's speaking from the heart. It's speaking from what I saw, what I felt, and all the emotions that went into that night. Taking you back a couple years before that, when I was about 13 years old, I would walk and ride my bike around town. You know, sometimes I would walk, sometimes I would ride my bike. I guess that it just was the norm back then. Me and my friends would just sometimes we'd even play like hide and go seek around town on on our bikes it was just so fun i know times have changed all the kids are on their phone and one time i was walking home from my friend's house and a man on his front porch said hey hey kid while i was walking he probably called me in spanish or something but i know that he was drunk but I stopped and looked at him and he said, hey, there's been a giant bird that's been following you home for some time already. When you walk by, I could see a bird following you. And it kind of spooked me out, but seeing old drunk guys on the porch isn't out of the ordinary from where I'm from, you know, because there's not much to do. But drink and be with your family and unfortunately being drunk is kind of a thing you see in the small towns because there's not much else to do. Back in those days, of course, you would see it a lot more. And I forgot about the whole thing, right? 
and I just kind of moved on. I didn't really think about it. Then my cousin told me a story shortly after that because I started asking around, asking people, you know, if this is true, could it be true, or was it just a drunk man? My parents just blew it off like, you know, John, don't even worry about that. That's just a drunk guy saying stuff, trying to scare you. But my cousin told me a story of how he saw La Lechuza in a giant tree outside of his house. He doesn't he didn't have the air conditioning at his house, so they had the window open. They slept by the window so the breeze could come in and he he would hear like a, a whistle or a, a kind of a a sound that's unlike that of a regular bird. He kept hearing it, kept hearing it and he went outside, he opened up that that creaky um, door, right? And went outside I looked at up at the giant tree and there was a giant bird and the giant bird swooped down from the tree and attacked him he said it had like a witch's face he was able to make it inside and even after hearing that story i still was skeptical not because of the person not because of the story it just did not sound like it was even possible that there was a bird out there that was half witch half owl or bird and that they were out to get people i just it just did not sound right then i was at my grandma's house one time and my uncle's best friend he's a close family friend his name is zeke he told me a similar story about when he was a young teenager zeke said that it was in the middle of a warm spring evening when he got home from baseball practice he said that he lived across the street from the water tower in Natalia that big blue water tower and his house is about a hundred yards from the road going into town there's that main road going into town and the sun was going down so the automatic street lights were turning on when he got home he walked the long private road to the front of his house There was a tall light pole at the entrance that lit the walkway. His parents were in front of the porch, waiting for him to arrive. Then all of a sudden, the light turned off. His dad then yelled at the top of his lungs, Zeke, run! Run! Zeke, run! He turned around, and he saw a giant figure with an evil-looking face staring right at him. It was a giant owl-like figure. Zeke told me that it was skinny, old-looking, and had a witch-like face. He said that he'd never felt a fear like that in his whole life. The fear took over his body, and he ran to the front of the porch as fast as he could. He saw his dad grab the shotgun, and his mom began to pray in Spanish while the evil-looking bird stared at them with ill intent. The three stared at what they believed to be La Lechuza. They knew what it was, but they stood in silence as the bird then flew away. And I recently spoke to Zeke to kind of talk about the story and see if it has changed, see if his feelings have changed. 
and this has been maybe 20 30 years already and it hasn't he still feels the same way as he did that day as far as like he totally believes what he saw and he, he believes that this was a real thing we i can't explain if it's like a shape shifter where it's a witch in the middle of the middle uh, i'm sorry a witch in the middle of the day or a regular lady that just practices witchcraft and then transforms into a bird or you know i can't can't really explain it and i totally i called him because some of the feelings that he had i had as well and i i can i was right there with him on the story because i felt like the same way he felt and this leads me to my personal encounter with la lechusa i would say it was about a year after that I was in like 10th grade, probably going into 11th, I believe. I had my first job as a car hop at Sonic Drive-In. I couldn't hang out with friends on Saturday nights because I was just always working. My damn boss just wouldn't let me out of work. I just, I've always been the type that wanted my own money. I wanted to buy my own stuff. So I worked, right? I worked the 5 p.m. till midnight shift, the worst shift you could ever have. And I got home one night and I got the big old schoolhouse phone from inside, kind of tippy-toeing around the house, make sure my parents didn't hear me. I took it outside to talk to a girl and I kind of got as far away from the house where they couldn't hear me. And I was close enough to where I wouldn't lose signal. And I didn't want my parents to know I was on the phone, right? And I, when I was out there, I remember there was a street light on. I was on the concrete, so I had plenty of light. But behind the trees, there was no light. So I had a pool in, in the backyard. I had a giant oak tree in the middle of the yard. Uh, there were some picnic tables there. I was more on the side of the yard where there was some light i set up a chair there started talking it must have been about twelve thirty at night and i was tired from work but i wanted to talk on the phone so i started talking to this girl on the phone just about whatever work and you know just whatever's going on and that was kind of the thing to do back then we didn't stay up and do snaps or myspace or facebook we talked on the phone and I don't even think I had a cell phone at that time either, but talked for about maybe 15, 20 minutes, and in the middle of talking, we were interrupted by a loud, loud scream. And the hair on the back of my neck stood up so fast, and the person on the other line was like, Jonathan, what the hell was that? And I said, I don't know. I stood up out of my chair, kind of looked in the back, looked where it was really dark, and it was a really windy night. And I was looking, looking. I was thinking, what could that have been? I mean, what was that? Like, my mind was racing. It was just racing. What? What is it? What is it? Please, like, be an animal. For a second, I actually thought it sounded like a woman was being assaulted, either sexually or 
another way. It, it, it sounded like a woman, without a doubt. It was a woman sound. And I said, oh my God, like, what the fuck was that? And it stopped. It was only like one or two screams. And it sounded like it was kind of crying for help. Like a scream, and then it was a cry for help. And it stopped. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to creep myself out. I'm going to sit down, get back to what I was doing. But the person on the other line was like, no, like, what was that? That was not right. Like, that sounded ugly. And it just sounded ugly, like an evil, weird, uh, creepy sound I've never heard before. And I uh, sat back down, started talking. I knew I knew I shouldn't be there anymore, so I kind of stood up. And as soon as I stood up, I heard it again. But it was taunting me. It was provoking me to, like, almost like, come on. Come on, come over here. You know, like, try me. And Or more on the, along the lines of, I know you. I'm going to get you. It just was creepy, and uh, that's when I I was like, man, screw this. I'm going to walk back there and see what it is, and I walked back towards the pool where the pool was. There was a big, big old pool back there. I looked. At this time, I'm, I'm shaking. I'm shaking. Look back, and I don't see anything. The wind's blowing again. I don't hear anybody. I don't see a lady. Uh, like it sounded like a woman screaming and it sounded like in my yard it didn't sound like a neighbor or uh, someone behind me it sounded like it was in my yard and I look up and I cannot believe what I'm staring at it's a four foot to six foot black figure in the tree all the way at the top just looking down I could not see the face but I knew it was looking right at me and the leaves just start coming down the tree. And I could not believe what I was looking at. It was an evil figure that was staring right at me. And I had nothing else to do. I think I froze at that moment. And the next thing I did was I booked it. I ran so fast. I didn't even know how I got to the stairs, but I ran so, so fast up the stairs. And when I got up to the stairs, I collapsed. I fell to the ground, and all I remember is my mom and my dad, like, waking me up, shaking me. And my mom's kind of slapping me on the face, like, Jonathan, wake up, wake up. And they said when I woke up, I said, that lady, that lady in the tree, the lady in the tree. My mom's like, what lady? My dad's like, what lady? I said, a lady in the tree. And that's all I remember. And uh, a lot of research that I've done about, you know, birds that make certain sounds and owls that make certain sounds at night. You know, I'm just trying to convince myself or try to find an answer to what I heard that night. And it was nothing but an evil sound. And the reason I felt like it was real is just because at the time I wasn't being the most truthful, honest kid I was slacking off in school. I was lying to my parents. I went away from my Christian faith. I didn't go to church anymore. I didn't 
I got kicked out of uh, CCD school and class. I wouldn't say I was a bad kid. I just was not the best kid as far as, you know, not always doing the right thing, not always thinking the right thoughts, not always just being positive. I was more on a negative negative person at that time. And I think that negative energy just followed me. It, it carried me. It carried with me. And I feel like whatever it was in that tree, <clears throat> it was real. And I've never felt like that in my life. I've never been so scared. I never felt like someone that was of not of this, not of like a normal human being was I felt like it was it was a supernatural type of thing that was just provoking and taunting me like excuse my language everyone but if if it was a human I would say that their exact words would be like come on bitch come on come on motherfucker like that and that's how I feel and that's the tone of the voice that I heard and the sound that I heard that night and that's my story. And like they say, that's my story and I'm sticking to it. And I am. Because it did happen. There was an evil presence that night. That summer night in Natalia, Texas. And I'll never forget how scared I was. And you'll never see me outside. Late at night to this day. I'm 30 years old now. And I'll never be outside by myself on the phone at nighttime it just won't happen those vivid memories will stay with me forever and i'll never forget it and it changed me it changed how i looked at things and it taught me a lesson so say what you want about the story i would like to hear comments to see uh, some feedback from you all and that wraps up the first episode in the three-part series in October for the beat of my drum and please give me some feedback on Instagram under at I am John Mendez and Facebook under DJJ Mendez talk to you soon and remember always march to the beat of your own drum <laughs>